instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host. And today, we're going to talk about why you should never fly solo, be that in business, in life, or in the seat of a cockpit. But before we get there, we're going to go ahead and give a shout-out to today's sponsor. That is the Expat Money Show. Head over to briannicholsshow.com forward slash expat, where you can join our good friend, Mikel Thorup, who he's going to help you protect the money you worked so hard to earn from ambulance-chasing lawyers, nefarious creditors, and greedy, unjust governments. He helps people just like you invest internationally, secure second passports and residencies, eliminate your tax bail, and take advantage of offshore structures so you can travel the world freely and never have to worry about money again. Now, Mikel Thorpe, he's going to be joining us here on The Brian Nichols Show come towards the end of September. Why? Because I want you guys to learn more about the Expat Money Show, but also I want to go ahead and make sure you are getting prepared for the Expat Money Summit. Yes, that's taking place November 7th through November 11th, five days 30 expert speakers, and one of those speakers, the one and only Congressman Ron Paul. And uh, guys, tickets are limited. So head to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat and get your free tickets. Yes, I said free uh, today. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash expat. All right, folks, looking forward to today's episode because, yeah, we got to talk about the importance of, uh, as I mentioned, never flying alone. And there's no one better to speak about that than one Waldo Waldman. Waldo, welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Good to see you. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for joining us, sir. And obviously, I'm looking forward to this conversation because I think you have a little bit of experience in terms of this whole flying thing. So let's start off there. Waldo, introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience and why you're leading with the charge that we should never fly alone. Uh, great to be here, uh, Brian, and congratulations to everyone who made the commitment to listen to this podcast, this show. You know, when you show up every day, an empty vessel ready to learn, ready to, to refine, maybe get a little uncomfortable. You realize that the most important wingman or wingman there is, is yourself. I, I talk a lot about what I learned in the cockpit of this F-16, flying with my teammates, my wingmen from all over the world, having each other's back, checking the blind spots out. At the end of the day, you've got to be the master of your own aircraft. You can see I'm a little sweaty today. I hit the gym this morning. Yep. <laughs> um, I know that I need the horsepower to make uh, today happen. So the first wingman, the partner is yourself doing the work and then being able to think outside your cockpit and realizing that to win, dodge the missiles, not just of combat, but of life and adversity and change and struggle. You need a wingman or a wingman to help you push up the throttle, hit those targets and win. Yeah, you're here. I mean, part of, so my, my personal journey, I've talked about this a few times in the program, uh, about 10 plus years or so ago, I was at, actually it's longer than that now. Wow. Time's a son of a gun. It was all way back in 2008. I was morbidly obese. I was 385 pounds. I was big, big boy and, yeah. uh, ended up, it was, it was a doctor basically telling me, Hey, you got to get your life together, uh, and starting with your health. Otherwise you're a ticking time bomb. Uh, and that sure. kind of, you know, that, that starts jump starting a lot of things in your mind when you're younger, especially cause that's not something you think about until you, you think when you're older, right? But then all of a sudden me being a young, younger gentleman at that point and hearing that and being like, oh, wow, I really need to start focusing on stuff. That turned me into this two-year journey of I started just focusing on doing, you know, walking, 
jogging, whatever I could do to get active. And over two years, lost around 180 pounds. And then I said, all right, now we're going to start building. And I started doing weightlifting and, and getting more involved at the gym versus just going out and walking on the road because I was embarrassed at my, my physical appearance. And sure. once I got my, my physical health in order, then all of a sudden it starts to correlate into other areas. And then to your point, it allows you to really refine who you are as a person, but then to realize, yeah, I can't do whatever it is I'm looking to do alone. I look back, I was working with so many people, whether it was my, my friends, my family, the folks who, when I did go to the gym, who were giving me advice. So you develop this, this idea of the seven wingman principles, which I, you know, look back, I definitely utilize and I didn't even realize it. So Waldo, if you would start things off, kind of outline what are these seven wingman principles and how does it pertain not just to business, but also to life? Yep, I'm going to show you a photo here. I'm Beauty. putting something on my, on my eCam here. It's taking a while. So, so you can see here, I, I, I just showed a photo. Uh, I was in the gym a couple days ago in Illinois prior to doing a speech and it says, don't wish for it, work for it, you know? And uh, I use that as a reminder. I made a post on LinkedIn. If folks want to follow me there, Walter Waldman, but you know, win stands for work it now. We don't put off tomorrow, but can't, what, what can be done today or should be done today. So when you're looking to build trust in others and build that confidence that others can come to you for help. And if you're a, a sales and marketing expert, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're an American, by golly, be the type of person that others can come to for help because you emulated excellence. You did the work. I think we have a lot, a lot of whiners and complainers in the world today. And quite frankly, you know, success is how we define it. It doesn't necessarily have to be doing with money in the bank, but the relationships, our integrity, how great of a parent we are to our children, to honoring our word, accountability, because we all have to make sacrifices, mm. but it takes work, it takes sacrifice, and we have to jump into our cockpit every day, leverage the tools, and just like your doctor was the wingman for you, sometimes you have to be courageous enough to have folks tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. And to have somebody potentially bruise your ego, potentially an expert who's a doctor or your spouse or a buddy of yours who's willing to piss you off because they love you enough and care enough about you to push you in the right direction, to get you out of that comfort zone and into the, the performance zone. Wow. So I want folks to, to, to really tap into this because many of the issues that we have, and you referred to it before, Brian may have nothing to do with business. It may have to do with how you're showing up in your relationship at home, your health and fitness, your mindset, your addictions, your habits, what you're watching on TV, the garbage that may be coming in your ears and going into your heart and through your hands as you push up the throttle. Amen. So we have to think holistically, macro-wise in, 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 in our success, and then once again, be willing to uh, to ask for help and have the courage to humble ourselves to take off our mask and say, hey, man, I'm messing up here. I need help and find a find a pro, a top gun who can get you in the right direction. One thing you said was about getting outside of your comfort zone. And man, this this rings true. So for my background, for those of you who maybe are new here to the program, sales and marketing executive in the telecommunications cybersecurity industry. And one of the things that we always talk about is 
When you're selling, you're not selling a product, a service, a feature, a benefit. You're selling change. You're getting somebody to go from where they are in their status quo to getting outside of that comfort zone and going to a different solution that's going to help solve a problem they're currently experiencing. And to your point, that is exactly what you're looking for in a wingman is someone who's going to help you along that journey. And actually, I have an ebook I wrote and I use the exact example that you use when you're talking about the way I use my doctor. And that was, you're not going to go to the doctor and say, okay, I went to WebMD. I found every single uh, possible ailment. I'm pretty sure I have, I have, you know, stage four terminal cancer. The doctor's going to look at you and be like, okay, well, did you do some tests? Did you, did you do some more thorough digging or did you get some outside opinions? And maybe we should reverse engineer this and start to, you know, start from square one versus just assuming the worst based on what you did in a quick Google search. And that is where you can play the role of consultant, the role of that trusted advisor, much like a doctor is to you or a best friend. And that's important when you're looking to actually get from where you are, you're, you're comfortable in many cases, status quo, where maybe you have some problems, but they're not enough problems that you're going to focus on them to get uncomfortable with where you are. Because the pain of change is sometimes more perceived pain than the pain of actually going to the new solution. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, I I wrote up a post this morning that has to do with that sweat thing. I, I, we had a saying in the fighter pilot world, uh, the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in battle. Uh, the more you sweat, the less you bleed. And I came up with a, an, another quote, pain leads to peace. When you're in the gym, you're struggling. When you say no to that crispy cream, <laughs> when you force yourself out of bed in the morning, when you're, you're surrounded by the blankets and you feel the pain and struggle of humbling yourself and uh, admitting that you're wrong when you mess up, the peace will come and the joy and the fulfillment will come from that internal source. Call it God, call it your confidence, call it your, your, your ego, whatever it is, right? That the joy comes and the peace comes when you know you did the hard work. Um, you know, God rested on the seventh day, uh, as they say in the Bible, right? <laughs> but which meant he, he, he worked his butt off six other days. God is a worker, the creator, who whatever you do in your life is creating, planting seeds, tilling the soil. So when I flew in combat as a fighter pilot serving my country, and then when I went to the business world, I was I went to tech sales like you were in, and then mergers and acquisitions, commission-only sales. And then I leveraged those processes and disciplines and relationships that I learned in the world of combat, and I put them into sales, and then ultimately as a, a, a Hall of Fame speaker and, and you know New York Times bestselling author. I leverage those concepts, but it's always about saying, what am I doing today to be relevant and unique and up to date with the, the changes in the world, the tools and technologies? We've got a war for talent. We've got supply chain issues. We've got, uh, you know, we're just finished up with this crazy pandemic, et cetera. We've got political dysfunction. We've got all sorts of craziness. And so, you have to look at yourself and say, what am I doing? How am I building my team and emulating, emulating the things that you're fighting for? It always starts with you. I say there's no I in team, but there is an M and an E, my friend. So it starts with me before the team. Uh, and then, you know, never fly solo. 
uh, it's uh, it, it's a proof of concept in action. One thing I wanted to maybe dig into a little bit, and this is uh, in the seven wingman principles, number four, standards determine culture. Now, in the world of politics, we are, are fond of the expression politics is downstream from culture, but number four for you, standards determine culture. So it sounds like that might be important if we're looking to change culture in the world of politics. Could you speak to that a little bit, Waldo? Well, yeah. So I've spoken at some pretty big events with some past presidents of the United States. Uh, I assume you know uh, some of them that uh, that uh, are uh, potentially getting back in the race again. And, and uh, I don't want to necessarily get political today, but I believe in conservative values. I believe in the, the old work ethic, you know, call it from my background as a fighter pilot, my parents. But when you look at the standards that you have in your life, the things that you emulate, the people that you spend time with, the disciplines that you you put up with for yourself and for your team, you have to be willing to place your line in the sand, that red line, uh, the forward edge of the battle area, as we call it in combat, the no-fly zone, and say, these are my standards. I'm planting my flag, not just as a business person, but as an American, as a human being, and saying, this is what I believe in. When it comes to integrity, work ethic, accountability, standards of excellence, and hold each other accountable. What I loved about being in a fighter squad, you know, where we coached each other, where we pushed each other, where we commanded excellence, we didn't demand it, is that every guy or gal pushed each other and set the example. The worst fighter pilot was still great, but we had high standards. And if you didn't accommodate and meet those standards, regardless of how nice you were, Regardless of, you know, your friendly nature and your motivation, guess what? You weren't fit to wear the fighter pilot wings and the flag on your shoulder. Didn't mean you were a bad person, just meant you weren't fit for a squadron of fighter pilots of top guns who had high standards. So, so you have to set high standards for yourself and then hold others accountable to those standards, especially if you're in sales, you're a manager of a team. And Finally, I'll leave it at this when it comes to standards. As George Patton once said, General George Patton, you're always on parade. So everything you do, everything you say, how you show up, your emulation of excellence, your teammates, your customers, your prospects, your family members, your kids, they're watching you. Are you pushing up the throttle? Are you pulling it back? Are you setting the tone for the team? Because if you're not willing to set the standards and live by them and emulate them, which is not easy to do, you can't expect others to do it. And you sure as heck can't expect your kids or your clients to do it either. Yeah, well, and it goes to number six of your principles. Be courageous not and not fearless, right? Because it is sometimes tough to lead with what are considered to be unpopular opinions. And it requires you to be courageous. Could, so could you maybe focus a little bit on how somebody can overcome that, that anxiety of going against the status quo, especially when it seems like there's a crowd of people who are against you? Well, you have to really believe ultimately in what you're fighting for. You can't uh, be blown by the winds of change, you know, uh, uh, a victim or a byproduct of the circumstances out there. You know, I'm not a big fan of people who are inconsistent with their values and their standards. I can't really trust that person who's not consistent. But when you look at uh, all the change that's going on in the world today, and if you look at... Um, you know, setting setting standards for yourself and, and with your team and all, you know, like you said, be, being the change. 
sometimes you've got to make an unpopular decision. You have to willing to be willing to piss people off to do what's right. Integrity isn't just about also about being honest and, and uh, you know, you know, being truthful all the time. It also means, Hey, to say, I, I'm, I messed up. I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Uh, I need help. You know, I, I, I messed up today and it takes an awful lot of courage and, and discipline and confidence to be willing to be wrong. You know, the best fighter pilots I flew with were the ones who were always asking the questions, admitting when they messed up, building their integrity and getting whole again by fixing what they what they messed up. And if you look at politics in the world today, the, our ability to influence others to kind of go into our direction, I think both parties, for that matter, need to be willing to be flexible to be a little more empathetic and perhaps compassionate with the mindsets and values and ideas of some other, uh, you know, other backgrounds, et cetera. Uh, and so if you're trying to influence other folks, it may mean to mean you saying, okay, let me not judge. Let me be a little more critical. There's nothing wrong, by the way, with being critical. It's judgment. That's not good. Trying to see other people's point of view, be willing to possibly change. And also to be willing to lose a battle to win the long war. Hmm. Be willing to, to say, you know what, I'm willing to lose this battle. If you look at things like, like birth control, uh, uh, you know, gay rights, uh, you know, they just came out today with, uh, you know, uh, eliminating student debt. I'm not a big fan of a lot of those things. But sometimes you have to say, I'm willing to, to fall on my sword and be wrong and accept losing this battle. In order to win the longer war, the longer game, uh, to appease and influence others to maybe make some sacrifices. And I think that's where politics is going wrong today. We need to be a little more flexible while not sacrificing and accommodating things that are outside of our standards of what we truly believe in. Because once you sell out as a politician, as a leader, as a community member, as a business person, then it's a slow, insidious descent to irrelevance and death. Yep. And death of your business, death of your family and relationships and life. And we can't do that. You've got to be strong and powerful, but also be a little bit more influential by being more compassionate and empathetic and listening a little bit more to others' points of view. Man, and speaking of empathy, here's a real-life story. So I'm still doing my, my sales stuff with a direct sales. So I'm, I'm reaching out to C-level executives, mostly in the technology space, and I'll tell you a real story. So I was working on this one account, and we were waiting for paperwork back. We got a verbal agreement moving forward. It, you know, everything, the, the guy... Great call, you know, get, hey, I'm going to go ahead after this call, hang up, literally go sit down with the other guy we're working with. We're going to sign right. all the paperwork together. Good to go. All of a sudden, nothing. This is on a Monday. We had this conversation and he just ghosts. And the other guy I'm working with, he's like, we got calm. We got calm like nonstop. And I'm like, no, it's just something's, something feels off, right? Like I, I'm feeling like he, he's been communicating throughout this entire process. And for him sure. to literally just disappear, something's up. So we give it, you know, through Friday, nothing. He's like, hey, can we, can we call him? I'm like, no, he will. We, like the ball is in his court. He will get to us. Something must be up. So Monday, late in the afternoon, I get a phone call. It's our guy. He's like, Brian, I'm so sorry. He's like, uh, ended up, I got a phone call literally after I hung up the phone with you and got a phone call from the hospital. My, my mother, she had a stroke when she was driving her car and she lost both sides of her peripheral vision and she ended up pulling out into the side of an 18 wheeler 
and she lived, but she's in critical condition. And it just also happened to co- uh, correlate with his birthday last week. So that plus the emotional, you know, angst of his mom now being in the hospital and everything he was out visiting her, you know, making sure he could do what he could. But he was gone. He was he was out of the office all of last week because of a family emergency. And my God, if we had been bombarding this guy with phone calls, emails left and right, like he's he's got some bigger things to focus on. But and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but like it is important for us to focus on what is the other person experiencing, they are human, just like us. They put their shoes on the exact same way, left foot, right foot. Well, at least that's how I do it. But that's what we have to remember is that when we are engaging in conversations, whether it's political conversations, whether it's conversations in business, sales conversations, at the end of the day, you're not talking to the Democratic Party. You're not talking to this faceless organization. You're talking to people. You're engaging with people. And if we don't focus on the the human aspect of building these relationships, which also is one of your principles, uh, well, then we're going to be missing out on a lot. And unfortunately, we're already, while they're hard-pressed for time, so I know we have to point folks, though, for a call to action first. And how about this? What better place to go than to start off with your amazing book, Never Fly Solo? Where can folks go ahead and find that? And also, where can folks go ahead and find you? They want to continue the conversation, maybe have you come speak, do some coaching, all that fun stuff. So, so uh, my book, Never Fly Solo, is a New York Times and Wall Street Journal bestseller. Uh, you can get it on Audible for 20 bucks, or you can go to this uh, QR code and that web link right there, and yourwingman.com forward slash NFS, like Never Fly Solo. Uh, take a screenshot of that or, or uh, you know, check that out. You'll, you'll get into my ecosystem. You'll get that audiobook. Share it with your kids. If you do get it, you know, send me a note at info at yourwingman.com and, and uh, uh, let me know that you got the book from uh, the Brian Nichols show. And you can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Walter Waldman, uh, social media, Instagram, Twitter, et cetera. My website is yourwingman.com. Like I said, uh, I speak all over the world uh, from Dell Computer, the Denver Broncos football team. And uh, I also do coaching for entrepreneurs who are looking to get out of their head, get out of the cockpit and 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 start flying successful missions. Uh, I overcame claustrophobia as a fighter pilot. Uh, I run a very successful business helping folks uh, break through their barriers and, and to win. So uh, that's the big picture. And uh, it was great flying with you, Brian. It was a pleasure. Waldo, thank you for joining the program. And folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to ask you to do a couple things. Number one, Go to uh, this episode, give it a, a, a you know share, number one, and make sure you go ahead and tag Waldo. All the social media he showed there will be included in the show notes. But number two, go and, and reach out to Waldo. Give him a shout. Tell him you enjoyed his appearance on The Brian Nichols Show. I know my audience uh, always goes out and says hello and, and guests love hearing from uh, from the audience. So please make sure you mention you heard Waldo here on the program. Yes, right there uh, over at, at Waldo Waldman. Uh, and folks, if you could do me a favor also, please, when you head over to briannicholsshow.com, uh, number one, you can find today's episode with the entire uh, links, but also the entire transcript for today's episode. But also you will find the link to our YouTube version of the program. Make sure you head over there, hit the little notification bell and subscribe button so you don't miss a single time we have an episode here of The Brian Nichols Show airing. And with that being said, 
Folks, did you catch my conversation yesterday? If not, well, you have a great one to go ahead and check out because yesterday we sat down with Clint Russell. We talked about Joe Biden. It was teased today going ahead and canceling the $10,000 worth of student loan debt. Clint Russell joined us to dig into that and more. If you missed that episode, I'll include it right here for you on YouTube. Just go ahead and give it a click. And also, folks, if you enjoyed the episode, by the way, make sure you head to briannicholshow.com and give us a five-star rating and review. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on the Brian Nichols show for Waldo Waldman. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Brian Nichols show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to the Brian Nichols show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.